It's a lot of nonsense. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest man. So sang Gene Wilder in Roald Dahl's Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Today I'm reading nonsense poems by Edward Lear. Born in 1888, the English poet, author, artist, and illustrator suffered from ill health his entire life, including epilepsy, asthma, and depression, which he referred to as the morbids. A world traveler and friend of the poet Alfred Lord Tennyson, Lear published his first volume of nonsense poetry in 1846 under the pseudonym Derry Down Derry, a book which helped popularize the limerick form. Lear went on to publish many volumes of nonsense verses, stories, alphabets, cookery, botanies, and songs. The New Vestments There lived an old man in the kingdom of Tess who invented a purely original dress, and when it was perfectly made and complete, he opened the door and walked into the street. By way of a hat, he'd a loaf of brown bread, in the middle of which he inserted his head. His shirt was made up of no end of dead mice, the warmth of whose skins was quite fluffy and nice. His drawers were of rabbit skins, so were his shoes. His stockings were skins, but it is not known whose. His waistcoat and trousers were made of pork chops. His buttons were jujubes and chocolate drops. His coat was all pancakes with jam for a border and a girdle of biscuits to keep it in order. He wore overall, as a screen from bad weather, a cloak of green cabbage leaves stitched all together. He had walked a short way when he heard a great noise of all sorts of beastical birdlings and boys, and from every long street and dark lane in the town, beasts, birdies, and boys in a tumult rushed down. Two cows and a calf ate his cabbage leaf cloak. Four apes seized his girdle, which vanished like smoke. Three kids ate up half of his pancakey coat, and the tails were devoured by an ancient he-goat. An army of dogs in a twinkling tore up his pork waistcoat and trousers to give to their puppies. And while they were growling and mumbling the chops, ten boys prigged the jujubes and chocolate drops. He tried to run back to his house, but in vain, for scores of fat pigs came again and again. They rushed out of stables and hovels and doors. They tore off his stockings, his shoes, and his drawers. And now from the housetops with screechings descend, striped, spotted, white, black, and gray cats without end. They jumped on his shoulders and knocked off his hat. When crows, ducks, and hens made a mincemeat of that, they speedily flew at his sleeves in a trice and utterly tore up his shirt of dead mice. They swallowed the last of his shirt with a squall, whereupon he ran home with no clothes on at all. And he said to himself as he bolted the door, I will not wear a similar dress any more, any more, any more, any more, never more. There was an old man with a beard, who said, It is just as I feared. Two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren, have all built their nests in my beard. There was a young lady whose eyes were unique as to color and size. When she opened them wide, people all turned aside and started away in surprise. There was an old person of Buddha whose conduct grew ruder and ruder, till at last with a hammer they silenced his clamor by smashing that person of Buddha. 
There was a young lady whose chin resembled the point of a pin. So she had it made sharp and purchased a harp and played several tunes with her chin. The Owl and the Pussycat The owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea-green boat. They took some honey and plenty of money wrapped up in a five-pound note. The owl looked up to the stars above and sang to a small guitar, O lovely pussy, O pussy my love, what a beautiful pussy you are, you are, you are, what a beautiful pussy you are. Pussy said to the owl, You elegant fowl, how charmingly sweet you sing. Oh, let us be married, too long have we tarried, but what shall we do for a ring? They sailed away for a year and a day to the land where the bong trees grow, and there in a wood a piggywig stood with a ring at the end of his nose, his nose, his nose, with a ring at the end of his nose. Dear pig, are you willing to sell for one shilling your ring, said the piggy, I will. So they took it away and were married next day by the turkey who lives on the hill. They dined on mince and slices of quince, which they ate with a runcible spoon. And hand in hand, on the edge of the sand, they danced by the light of the moon. The moon, the moon, they danced by the light of the moon. You've been listening to poems by Edward Lear on The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro.